Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Flaming Super Business Chat Show with me, Sheena Wyatt from Kapow, your super business coach and her. Hi, I'm Amanda Rolston from Dragon Virtual Assistance, home of Flaming Good Marketing Support. So Amanda, today we are talking about being the boss of your own business. We are. I'm looking forward to this one. How have you been? <laughs> well, some of us have been the boss of our own business for a long time. And some of us are very new at it. Yep. And some of us find it harder than others. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think, I, think, I think there are things that I find easy to be the boss of and others where I don't. And I think my worst one is probably my inability to say no. Can you just... Oh, oh, that's a whole other episode altogether about saying no. It is is a really interesting one, isn't it? It is that mindset when you are the only person in your business. You you and I have talked about that a lot in the podcasts that we've done before. This one today is the buck stops here. There is nobody else. I know that we obviously talk to you, uh, lovely people who listen to our podcast. But as we do that, Amanda and I can see each other. And you know, Amanda is in her office. I am in my office. There's nobody else uh, in either of our businesses. So we wear all the hats. We do all the stuff. We make all the shizzle happen. It's it's all you. And it's really easy to get into that. I have to say yes to everything mindset. And then you just get a bit overwhelmed and a bit swamped sometimes. And it all goes a bit to shit. But the, you know, being the boss of your own business is is actually quite an important mindset to have because We've talked before in a previous podcast episode, Amanda, about how when you start out, you do do everything because you're just getting started and and there is nowhere else to go, is there? No, that's it. And and you're trying to build your business and you want you build your reputation, preferably a good reputation. Yes. So you don't want to say no to something because then you people might say, oh, don't ask her. She's nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, the other bit, you know, at the beginning of when you're starting your business and you, 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 I mean, it's exciting. It's also vaguely terrifying at the same time, which we've, we've talked about as well. But sometimes one of the reasons why you end up wearing all the hats and doing all that stuff that we've spoken about before is, is because you're doing it in isolation. And, you know, being the boss of your own business isn't just about, you know, putting your name, if you like, on the letterhead. Woohoo, look at me. I'm, you know, Sheena Wyatt, boss of this, is actually thinking, what are my strengths? What are the things I might need some help with? And those are starting to, they can sometimes be scary decisions for people, can't they? Because they they don't kind of know how to make that step out of doing everything for themselves. I think, yeah, and, and I think with some, it's, it's, it's scary. It's that whole thing of giving control to somebody else. And for some people, it's a financial issue as well. The whole... Um, I, I know I can't do this very well, but I don't think I can afford somebody else to do it for me. Yeah. Which is a strange mindset, because if you think about it, if you're not spending 23 million hours struggling over the thing you're not very good at and somebody else has gone away and done it in half an hour, you've got a whole heap of time there to go and do something you are good at. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about that before with regards to, you know, looking at outsourcing as an investment in building your business rather than than the cost. Because as Amanda said, it, it frees up all that time for you to get on and do, you know, what you want to do. But I think, you know, that, that sort of crux point, the whole sort of, it's the moment, I think, when you feel like your business is somehow running you, that you need to take a step back and think, hang on a minute, <laughs> you know, I need to be the boss of my business. It's not the other way around. It's some of those signs can be the mindset of I could squeeze one more client in there and then I'm, you know, then I could I could get one more client in that day and then hang on a minute. At some point you have to eat. At some point you have to go to the loo. At some point you have to do something else. You have to just stop chasing the money necessarily and potentially that whole say no and just go, I I can't I can't do that. But I think something else that that I see quite often, Amanda, is that sometimes that feeling that the business is is somehow in control is because there's no network there they're, they're in isolation and they have either nowhere to go for advice or just simply don't have that that structure there do they no no there is um i for the last few years i had um a good friend who was in a similar business to me who was also working in isolation and we would talk we would talk a lot um and and one day this person rang me about a client that had refused to pay their invoice and they didn't know what to do and I gave them some advice and they chose not to listen to me but at the end of the day I was still there at the end of the phone yeah to listen to them with their worry and talk it through absolutely and I think and I, that's, I that's think it's different. one of the things yeah sorry yeah that's it's, it's different to paying for your accountant, your business coach, your whatever other else, mentors and things that you pay for. It's, it's just having somebody that you can ring up and say, oh, my God, this thing's just happened and I don't know what to do about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, I think it's one of the things that people somehow miss about networking and why networking is important for your business. They, they get fixated on the selling part of networking, which, you know, let's face it, is what it's about. You want to get out there and put your business in front of people who might need it. Of course, that's what networking is for from, you know, the, the main focus of it. But actually, so many small business owners, I think, miss the secondary context of networking, which is actually to build that network of support around your business. And that doesn't necessarily mean support you have to pay for it it can just be building those connections as you're saying and thinking I'm building this relationship with somebody so that if I'm stuck I've got somewhere else to go for advice than Google yeah yeah there's there's um there's a few Facebook pages have sprung up in the last well, I've been aware of in the last year, whether they've sprung up in the last year or whether I just wasn't aware of them before, of of business owners of all different business types just coming in and saying, hey, guys, this thing's happened. Has anybody had that happen? Has anybody got an advice to how to deal with that? Um, today there was a uh, we just had a new we just decided on a new logo and we've had a graphic designer and they've given us these nine designs and we just don't know which one to choose does everybody have an opinion yeah um, <laughs> yeah 
short answer nobody liked any of them um <laughs> but but it's, just just that you know and these these people that technically they don't know each other but they've joined this group as as sole business owners to support each other yeah and you've got that and, and you can get that through networking i've got gosh i've not been out networking anywhere near as long as sheena but i've got some some friends that are now from networking that i would fall back on if i needed yeah just not not a specific advice you know just just to support yeah just a nice today's going to shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you just need that that kind of okay um i just need a mild rant uh for example or the you know the example you were going with there you know i need an opinion and i think you know one of the things then when when things get muddled and 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 get cloudy is when you then allow that to try and make the decisions in your business the, the way that i look at it is you, you can't run a business by committee you, you at some point somebody's got to make a decision and and that needs to be you and i think that the the key thing about going for advice and going for support and seeking out advice and support is important but equally at some stage, you have to make a decision for your business that's right for your business. You, you know, I've just had some uh, photographs done just before Christmas. I need to decide on which three I'm going to use. And I was in a bit of a crisis of uh, I don't really know before Christmas. And so I didn't do it then. I just thought brain is too busy doing other things and trying to fit clients well, in before well, having the, the break. And yada, this, yada. Is, this is brand new news to me. I know nothing about photographs. It's only three. We Don't get too excited. Before Christmas, and you never mentioned photographs. <laughs> we'll discuss the photographs after the podcast. <laughs> yes, of course we will. Yes, absolutely. And we'll, I will do exactly what we're talking about. I will ask for advice. And um, but it, it's just that it's that whole thing of sometimes you just have a crisis of confidence, and you need to have a chat with somebody. Sometimes yeah. you have a ah, I can't decide moment. You know that logo is a really good example because actually it's quite important to get an external opinion on something like that because you can sometimes get really wedded to the idea of something that you really like and have somebody say something like, you might want to increase the space between the word pen and the word island, I'm just saying. Um, you know, that that kind of thing. You don't want to end up making a mistake like that. <laughs> yes, in, in this particular instance, the issue was that the font made the O look like a D, which meant that the word was not readable. And it's that sort of thing, isn't it? But equally, you know, quite a lot of the time I will talk to people that I coach who do all of that and then end up with something that they don't actually like because they have gone with a committee decision. Oh, but I asked in my Facebook group and the majority of them liked this. And you think I would always want to say, yeah, but what do you like? You know, you you asked for an opinion as you were saying, you know, talking about your your friend earlier, you don't necessarily have to take the advice of the person that you've gone to for an opinion. And no. sometimes that whole thing of, oh, but I asked Facebook and all these people said they liked the, you know, the pink one with green dots. And you're thinking, I don't really like that one. You don't actually have to take that advice on board. You can be the boss of your own business and make that decision, can't you? Yes, you absolutely can. And, you know, I'm just thinking as we're talking here, I'm just thinking about Boaty McBoatface. 
You do not have to take the decision of the majority. You can look at what the majority have come up with and say, actually, that's a really poor choice for me. That doesn't work for you that really wishes they'd gone with Boaty McBoatface, though, isn't it? I mean, come on, let's be fair. Um, Yeah, oh, absolutely. That would have been hilarious. But um, if it's not a good decision for you, at the end of the day, you're the one that's got to live with it. Yeah. Exactly. You're the one that's got to spend the next 20, oh, 10 years, five years with a D that looks like an O or a pen that's too close to its island or a, a brand new product called Boaty McBoatface that every time you hear it, your heart just sinks a little tiny bit because you wish you hadn't gone with the majority. You wish you'd done what you wanted to do. You know, I couldn't put it better because that is fundamentally the whole point about being the boss of your own business is you have to live with it and you know that means living with the good stuff that also means living with you know accepting some mistakes you make and it's one of the things that I always ask you know those clients if you like are in the I don't know what to do is what feels right and they'll be uh, um you know think go with your gut because you can take lots of advice and you can take lots of advice on board but fundamentally if it doesn't feel right don't do it. You know, if it doesn't feel comfortable, don't do it. If you're looking at it thinking, I'm, I'm not sure. Remember, you could be living with Boaty McBoatface for the next, you know, five to 10 years if you're making some, you know, a really big commitment in your business. So one of the things to think about is if you want to be the boss of your own business, first of all, you need a plan. And I'm not talking about a big official business plan that you know yeah you just need to have a plan where do I want my business to go this year what what do I want to have happen and that can be really simple it can simply be I just want more clients okay great there's the plan but then be prepared for the plan to go to shit and think okay well uh that's not happened and then think about the reasons why and then you know build that network of people that can support you and that can be in a number of different ways. As Amanda said before, build a network of people that help you do your business, be your business. People like Amanda, who can do the marketing for you to make sure that you're getting your message out there in front of your potential ideal audience. Because if that's something you haven't got time to do or you don't know how to do or you don't want to do it, if it's not happening, guess what? <laughs> Nobody knows about you. So you you need to be doing something like that. You need to be having the, the practical support accounts, bookkeeping, etc. People like me, business coaches that can help you strategically move your business forward. But you also just need to have that structure, that network of people who are small business owners like you, that you can go, um, help and and just go and throw something out there, something where you might be looking for a really practical answer to a question. I've just, you know, installed something on my laptop and I can't get it to work. Is that normal? for example, it doesn't have to be complicated. It also doesn't have to be something that you are necessarily paying for all the time in that way. Um, and networking is a great way to find those people, isn't it? It's to find that community and tribe. We're going along at a good old clip and then the internet decided it wasn't going to go with us anymore. <laughs> and now we've both completely lost the thread of what we were <laughs> Absolutely, about. completely. So I'll just jump in and say that if if making a plan for a whole year seems really scary, for some reason our years do these really random weird things called quarters. Mm, I know. 
I'm not really sure where they originate from. And it's a funny thing at the new year, I always start wondering where things originate from. I mean, why did we decide the 1st of January? Because the obvious cutoff point for the year would be the 21st of December. It's the shortest day. The obvious point to stop and start again. But for some reason, we trail along for another eight or so days. <laughs> um. But yes, and, and, and quarters, what, uh, presumably they're a financial thing, but I don't know. But, you know, there's there's four of them in the year, funnily enough, yep. given that they're called quarters. Three months at a time. Plan for a quarter. What do you want to achieve? Yeah, exactly. And then Less just think about what you need to try and, and, and make that, that happen. Have a plan. Be prepared for the plan to go to shit. So what is your plan B? Um, yes. You know, and think, okay. If the initial idea doesn't work, rethink, revisit, use that network of people that you've built around you, that tribe of people that are probably also small business owners and, you know, ask for that advice. But but don't don't be blindly driven by that advice. If it doesn't if it doesn't feel right for you and your business, don't do it for you and your business. It's that there's one thing to take away. It's, you know, avoid the boaty boat face uh, moment is you'll have to live with it and you know boating yeah, the boat face um, is a hard sell <laughs> <laughs> you're taken with boating with boat face aren't you i am yes i'm just you can see the wheels go around thinking, how can i bring boating with boat face into uh you know so that, that it's you know it's a really good point you know again we we're recording this in uh in january i've just been joined by boris um we're recording this in in January and you know it's such a great time so many people are re reviewing revisiting thinking about the things they want to change in their business and it's just you know thinking it's your business you're the boss of your business so don't let it be the boss of you if something doesn't feel right what do you need to do to change it if if you want to make changes in your business what why if you like what what do you want those changes to do is it to generate more income is it to give you more free time i'm wondering what boris has brought in behind me um is it to free you up to do something else do you want to do new products new services here he is um and um and then think about how you're going to make that happen he's come to say hello to amanda hello, amanda. hello gorgeous um, and he's treading with muddy paws all over my new notebook that's really annoying um because things like this happen, you know, you're recording a podcast, your internet freezes, then your cat jumps on your cat keyboard and you just have to be prepared to be flexible and, and go with it and wonder what on earth he's doing. But be the boss of your business. Don't let it be the boss of you. Starring Boris again. Don't let it be the boss of you. Fundamentally, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. 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 Well, there you go. That's another nugget of wisdom from the two of us as we have a, a, a mild chat and a little bimble through uh, some of our thoughts about what it is like to uh, to run a small business and, you know, be the boss of it. It's the best thing we can advise you. Take control of your business. Do what feels right. Stride on Sunday uplands and all that. Uh, if you have enjoyed listening to this episode of the Flaming Super Business Chat Show, you know what we would like you to do. Tell your friends. Tell people you don't even know. Tell passers-by on the street. Uh, ask them to come ahead and subscribe and listen to our fabulous flaming super business chat show i have been sheena wyatt from kapow your super business coach signing off for this episode and she has been amanda say bye amanda 
Bye, everybody. Um, Dragon Virtual Assistance, Blame Good Marketing Support. You need it, you want it, you just don't know it. Haven't put it better myself. We'll see you next time. Cheers, everyone. Thank you.